This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Let's go to Ted Cruz. Senator, how are you, sir? Good morning, Glenn. You know, like Americans all across our country, I'm grieving. Uh, last night was was a horrifying display. Uh, and, you know, all of us uh, simply watched in horror as, as police officers who risked their lives keeping us safe, who, who rush into dangerous situations, uh, found themselves targeted uh, for murder. And... Heidi's and my prayers today are with the families of, of, the, of the five brave officers who lost their lives. Our prayers are with all 11 officers who were shot. And, and our prayers are very much with the community of Dallas that is, is mourning the, 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 this horrific crime that played out. Um, it... Um, in my time in the Senate, I've, I've had the opportunity to spend a great deal of time with police officers and their sacrifice and bravery in the face of danger uh, is, is part of the basic fabric that, that keeps our society together. And we to were... see vicious murderers targeting them uh, is, is, is horrific and, and really, really sad. We were um, at a... Um at a funeral of a police officer in Houston uh, about eight months ago. And it was, uh, it was uh, indeed um, moving another innocent guy. The, the other side of this um, coin is I think Ted, we're seeing this and part of it has been designed. I think um, uh, we're seeing um, people feeling powerless and they feel like they don't, they don't that justice is not being done. Uh, I could say that I felt that yesterday with with um, Hillary Clinton. How where is justice? Where where is the rule of law? How can somebody who is in power get away with this? And, you know, when you see things like Minneapolis and I'm not asking you to comment on this and I'm not going to comment on it because I'm going to wait for due process. It, but but it looked bad. How do we. How do we move forward and make sure that the bad cops are taken off the street and at the same time um, calm and empower people that violence is not the way, but your voice is being heard? Well, there is enormous frustration across the country on on many, many fronts, and, and much of the frustration is justified. It's frustration... Uh, with our system, it's frustration with corruption. Um, you know, with regard to the police shooting in Dallas last night, the, the murder of five police officers and the shooting of 11 officers, um, I, I think we need to, to wait for the facts to know, to learn exactly what happened and why. I think it would be a mistake for anyone to jump to conclusions. 
uh, until we understand uh, their conflicting reports about how many shooters there were, about what their motivations were. And I think we need to, to allow time to understand what occurred. Um, and, and I believe this morning what's most important is that we stand in solidarity with um, law enforcement, with police officers and firefighters and first responders who were targeted for murder. Um, there are many in the African-American community who were pe- protesting peacefully, uh, as is their right uh, to protest peacefully. Uh, indeed, in, in, I'm in Washington this week because the, the Senate is in session. And we had protests here in Washington, and my girls were watching the protests and, and watching them live and, and uh, asking about them. And we were talking, talking to them about how the First Amendment of the Constitution protects everyone's right to speak out, everyone's right to peacefully assemble and, and to share their views. Uh, but, of course, nobody has a right to commit acts of violence. Nobody has a right to commit murder, which is what we saw in Dallas last night. And when it comes to condemning acts of violence, whether it is uh, the targeted murder of police officers or whether it is just a few weeks ago a self-professed ISIS terrorist murdering 49 people and wounding another 50 in Orlando, uh, murder is wrong, and, and it should not be a partisan issue. It should be an issue that brings us together, united as Americans, and, and, and united as, as men and women and brothers and sisters that, that protect and stand up for each other. So help me out on this. Um, because, Ted, I um, uh, switching gears, I, I watched the testimony of the FDI, FBI director yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, he seems like a nice, honest man. I don't know a word about him. I've heard that he's really not. I've heard that he's a politician more than a man. Um, uh, but I've also heard that people really, really respect him. So I'm really trying to listen to him. And for the life of me, and I, you're an attorney, so I don't know if you got a chance to, to even look at some of the things that he said. But I don't understand what he was talking about yesterday when it came to the rule of law and classified files. Well, uh, unfortunately, for eight years of the Obama administration, we have seen a pattern of corruption. And, and it's been a pattern at the Department of Justice uh, where the machinery of the administration of justice is used for partisan ends rather than fairly and objectively. Uh, We saw this with the administration's refusal to effectively investigate and prosecute the abuse of the IRS targeting citizens. Uh, And I'm very concerned that we're seeing the same thing with the FBI, that we are seeing leadership of the FBI behaving just as politicized as the Department of Justice has. And and if that's the case, that is deeply disturbing because we rely upon law enforcement. The criminal law should not be used as a weapon by whichever parties in power uh, to target their enemies and protect their friends. Uh, the criminal law should apply fairly and objectively to everyone. There's a reason uh, the statue of Lady Justice is blindfolded, because it, it should not be a question of incurring influence and power. And, and everything 
uh, Comey said about about Hillary Clinton's conduct, he described uh, a a pattern of breaking the law and a pattern of repeatedly uh, giving false statements about it, that what she told the American people, what she told Congress was flat out contradicted by what what Comey reported. And yet the FBI director effectively rewrote a federal statute uh, where in his own words, he said Hillary Clinton uh, was extremely careless with classified information. Now, the federal criminal law criminalizes gross negligence. I've been a lawyer a lot of years. I got to tell you, I'm not smart enough to know the difference between extreme carelessness and gross negligence. And for Comey to say the facts are clear, she was extremely careless, and yet the case should not even be brought to a grand jury, I think that raises very, very serious questions about whether the FBI is now behaving more as a political institution than a, than a law enforcement institution, at least to its leadership. There are many brave and honorable agents in the FBI, but, but this, this performance by Comey was deeply disturbing, and I, and I, and I, think, I think Congress needs to get to the bottom of what exactly went into well, the FBI's that, that brings refusal me, to proceed. That brings me to Jason Chaffetz, because yesterday Jason said um, – what, what do you need uh, to investigate the lies if she perjured herself in front of Congress? And he said, I need a warrant or a writ or I don't remember what is a some sort of permission slip to <laughs> for the FBI to go look and investigate. And that the, the people that I heard talk about that say that didn't make any sense at all. But let's say it does. And he goes and investigates uh, her lies in Congress. He's already stating that she lied in Congress. How does this stop now, and does Congress have the balls to go through with it? Listen, it is a very good question. We have seen a pattern for a lot of years of the rules not applying to the Clintons, uh, that that a special set of rules for the the rich, the powerful, the well-connected apply than than apply to ordinary people. As you know, uh, General Petraeus, a... um, extraordinary hero who has defended this nation for decades uh, was prosecuted uh, by this justice and and yet when the politics favors Hillary Clinton suddenly the administration bends over backwards to to avoid fairly applying the law that 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 is deeply deeply concerning um, I've joined with with Chuck Grassley and my other colleagues on the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, in calling for us to review all of the materials uh, that that Comey used in this decision making. And in particular, we need to know if if there were dissenting voices uh, in the FBI, if there were career agents uh, who believed differently, and and how this decision making occurred. Because what we see on the face raises a lot of disturbing questions. Um, last question for you. Um, Megan Kelly last night, I was writing up a scathing Facebook post and then the Dallas thing happened and I moved on from it. But, um, I don't know if you saw it. She, she spent a good 10 minutes mocking you, ridiculing you, um, saying you're a hypocrite. How could you possibly, you know, by accepting this, uh, uh slot at, uh, the convention, 
you're clearly going to give some endorsement. Just showing up, you're giving an endorsement. And then she played what you said on the last day of campaign. How are you going to possibly uh, look at the people with a straight face after you've said that? I mean, I'm not expecting you to release anything, and I know you well enough to know that you haven't made a decision on anything yet. Do you want to answer to what she said last night? Uh, oh, I uh, didn't watch what I said. Oh, you've got <laughs> This is like a setup. <laughs> Hang on. Are you there, Ted? Can you hear me? Uh, hear barely. Me? Go ahead. Are you there? Yeah, can you? You, did you I, I just walk into a vault? <laughs> okay, so you didn't watch last night. Okay, but, but. I, I did. I, I did. I didn't watch what she said. And 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 if I got dismayed uh, every time somebody on Fox News uh, attacked me, uh, you know what? Life is too short to worry about. Uh, that is an institution that is it can express its own corporate opinions, and it has done so. Uh, at great volume in the course of the primaries, and 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 I'm not going to worry about um, I'm not going to worry about their uh, their attacks. Um, our country is in is an this... extremely challenging position right now, and and there are a lot of people who've played an active role in in putting us in this position. I'll take that as a wait and see what I have to say at the convention. Oh, look, substantively, I don't mind. I just heard what you described, what she said. Substantively, it sounds like what you described is really silly. Um, conversation I had yesterday with Donald Trump was quite straightforward. Uh, Donald asked me if I would speak at the Republican convention. I said I'd be happy to. And we had no discussion whatsoever of any endorsement. Um, our country is facing enormous challenges, and I do not believe it is the responsible choice for conservatives to shy away from defending the principles we believe in, from talking about who America is and how we go forward to get on a better path. And that's what I intend to do at the convention. And uh, if it is the case that Megan or anyone else decides that's that's a reason to attack me because I'm willing to actually speak uh, to Republicans at our national convention, then, then that is is a curious position. And I'll note, I've said for a long time that, that I'm, I'm going to be in Cleveland because we've got nearly 600 delegates. We won roughly 8 million votes nationwide, 12 states. We had 326,000 volunteers. Uh, and I feel an obligation to go to Cleveland and, and thank the delegates, thank the grassroots who worked so incredibly hard. Glenn, you worked incredibly hard. Uh, There are patriots across this country who poured their heart and soul and blood and energy into this campaign. And and Heidi and I, the overwhelming sentiment we have right now is just incredible gratitude, gratitude for having been part of this journey, gratitude for the patriotism and love for this country of of so many grassroots activists and Americans across this nation. And and I'm going to be there to say thank you. And to do my very best to lay out a vision for what we as Americans, what we as conservatives believe, uh, and where we go forward from here. Ted, I unfortunately will probably be seeing you in a few days. I know you will be coming down probably for the uh, funerals of our fallen police officers. I wish you well, and, and God bless. Thanks for being on the program. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. 
okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.